I'm Julie Turkowitz. I'm a reporter at the New York Times. I have been trying to understand changes in migration. So I traveled with photographer Federico Rios to the Darien Gap, this hot, mountainous, 70-mile stretch of jungle straddling the border of Colombia and Panama. We're hiking through a river, just like covered in mud. Many used to think that this route was impassable, but thousands have been risking their lives to pass through the Darien, almost all in the hopes of making it to the United States. We spent nine days hiking through the Gap and weeks building trust and relationships with migrants, with smugglers, with migration authorities to even be able to do this reporting. We interviewed hundreds of people who have made this journey to try and grasp what's making them go to these lengths to find a new life. New York Times journalists spend time in these places to help you understand what's really happening there. You can support this kind of journalism by subscribing to The New York Times. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Thursday, April 23rd. Here's what you need to know today. In a major discovery, public health officials in California now say that the coronavirus killed a resident there on February 6th. That discovery changes the timeline of the virus in the U.S. by revealing that infections began much earlier than previously thought. Until now, the first U.S. death was believed to have occurred in Washington state on February 26th, about three weeks later. The February 6th death in the town of Santa Clara is believed to be the result of community spread, suggesting that the virus was circulating on the West Coast well before public health officials had realized. And the Times reports that Chinese government operatives were involved in spreading false warnings to Americans about an impending national lockdown in March. The warnings, which arrived as text messages and social media posts, alarmed millions of Americans. U.S. officials said that the tactics resembled past attempts by Russia to widen social divisions within the U.S. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at ffrf.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.